welcome to the Let's Talk Nova podcast. My name is Ailish and I'm also known as the Nova Coach. Welcome to my episode where I share with you my lessons learned in my 20s. The reason for this episode is I'm turning 30 this weekend. So you'll be listening to this on Saturday, November 6th, and that is the day of my actual birthday. And I'm turning 30. And this episode is the 30th episode. This was not pre-planned, let me tell you that. I take this as the mysterious workings of the universe, maybe a god wink, a good omen entering my next decade. I'm super excited. Also empowered, I feel. I just feel like I'm a lot more sure of myself than I was 10 years ago when I was turning 20. And I'm embracing it. I'm enjoying it. And yeah, I'm looking forward to the weekend of celebrations. Today is Thursday. I'm going out tonight. I have a boat party tomorrow. And I'm going to chill at the beach on Saturday. And then I have a family Zoom celebration with my family back home in Ireland and England. So yeah, it's a full weekend of it. I'm very excited. Um, So... I only turned 30 once, guys, so I'm going out with a bang, leaving my 20s behind. (laughs) With all that said, let's go straight into it. I have so many notes here in front of me. I could be here four or five hours, so I have things highlighted. Um, And let's just get straight into it. I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope it resonates with you. I hope you learn something. And I hope I bring some laughs also. I might share one or two stories in it as well. Why not? Sure. Um... Okay, first things first. I have learned how important travel has been for me. Um, I can't imagine life without traveling, being honest. Um, It's had such a huge impact on my outlook on life, on shaping my belief system, on the way I teach in the classroom, on the way I coach, on my friendship groups, and the way I see the world. It, it, like, it has completely transformed me, I think, um, traveling. And something that really was a leap of faith was when I went solo traveling. So I had my first solo travel holiday in, I think it was 2017. I went to Vietnam. I think it was, yeah, April. So it was like spring break, Easter time. I went for two weeks around Vietnam solo and it was the most insane two weeks ever. The crack, like, like anyone who's been to Vietnam will know Vietnam is just like unbelievable country. Just unbelievable. Anywhere in Asia is amazing. And so it's just an easy place to go solo if you were to go anywhere solo choose Asia because like it's so easy and everyone's a backpacker and everyone's making friends and like it was just amazing it really was and like I I think I discovered a lot about myself and realized I can be on my own and I can do things well not that I was unsure before but I think there was a little part of me that was like oh my god I'm going to be such a loner going on holidays on my own. But it was the absolute opposite. It was just like so empowering and 
it was just mad fun like that's all i can say <laughs> i'm laughing now like this is like five four years ago the crack was unreal i highly highly recommend solo traveling take the leap but go to asia if you're nervous asia is really easy place to travel solo um everywhere is easy to travel solo but it, like asia would be particularly easy because it's cheap it's popular for backpackers and there's loads to see and do there so i would recommend asia to start off if you wanted to go solo traveling um you'll never regret the amount of money you spend on traveling like i have spent an insane amount of money traveling i've been living here in abu dhabi nine years and i'm just starting my 10th year and i i don't even know how i couldn't even put a ballpark number on how much i've spent i've been to 41 countries so you can imagine quite a lot of money there that's been spent on plane tickets and hostels and train journeys and missed trains and missed flights <laughs> and overnight boats and oh my goodness anyway all well and good like all great for the stories um but i i honestly would not trade any experience for the amount of money i spent in it because it's just priceless priceless experience and also travel while you're young I can't explain how, like, okay, I'm 29, turning 30 in a couple of days. It's now Thursday. I turn 30 on Saturday. You'll be listening to this on my birthday. Happy birthday to me. Um, like, I cannot imagine doing the amount of traveling I did back when I was like 21, 22, all through my 20s. I couldn't do it now. Like, uh my friends and I had a three-week holiday in Thailand <laughs> and it was like the most insane three weeks ever like the store like we still talk about those stories about Thailand anytime I see them we still talk about Thailand the most incredible holiday and anyone who's been to Thailand will know the routine it's not a healthy routine uh, we're not having detox juices and we're we're not waking up doing yoga every morning. It's quite the opposite. And I couldn't do it now. I think we were 22 when we went. We were all 20, 22, 23-ish. It was summer 2014 and it was just the bee's knees. It was just, no, was it 2013? It was 2014, sorry, summer 2014. It was just Im amazing. But I would say travel while you're young, while you have the energy to keep up and to keep going um because I couldn't do it now I couldn't do I couldn't do that kind of a trip now I know that for sure um safari in Africa we went to Tanzania and Kenya unbelievable just to see the vastness of the safari and it really kind of puts into perspective how small we are on this planet and it was so precious it was just so heartwarming to see all the animals in their natural habitat and how the rangers look after them and it was amazing it was just I, I loved that trip and we went to um Zanzibar on the way home then we did a couple of days on that island just everything about that trip was incredible and then of course um Australia New Zealand like I, I don't have a number one place to go in the world because I truly believe that every holiday is make or break by the people you're surrounded by. And I honestly have loved 
every single trip I've been on. I can't pick one place. But Australia, New Zealand is up there. I can't tell you what spot because I don't even know what spot. There's no place that's a number one spot because everything would be number one. But Australia, New Zealand is just out of this world. New Zealand is like Ireland on steroids. It's incredible. It's so vast again. It's so... It's just like home, just like Ireland, but everything is just times 10. Bigger mountains, bigger waterfalls, more sheep. People are so sound. New Zealanders are just like so sound. And then Australia, like, wow. Australia, I've been to Australia twice. I went to Australia on my way to New Zealand because I couldn't pass New Zealand and not go into, not call in, as I say, call into Australia for a couple of days because I have cousins in Sydney. So I went to Australia on my way to New Zealand Again, so that was my second trip and it was amazing. But the first trip to New Ze- to Australia was three weeks at Christmas. So I did both New Zealand and uh, Australia back-to-back Christmases. So I promised mom and dad I'd only be away for two Christmases. And worth it. Totally, totally worth it. Just amazing holidays. Amazing. And then I suppose if you want to do more regional holidays around the UAE, Egypt is so cool. I did a weekend in Egypt, really cool. Jordan, amazing. Went to Palestine and Israel, incredible. God, the the be other places I'm missing now. Beirut, Beirut is. They had like this nightclub where it was um a converted bomb shelter. I can't remember what the name of it was, but this like the roof of the nightclub opened, and you're looking at the night sky. It was so cool. It was incredible. Anyway, travel. Travel while you're young, spend your money on travel. You won't regret it. You just will not regret it. Just do it. I'm so happy I did it when I did it Um, because I wouldn't have the energy now. There was no chill time when I was doing all these trips, to be fair. It was like, go, go, go. Got to go see the next thing and got to do the next thing and go on the boat. And you know yourself, people know. You need a holiday after the holiday, to be honest. (laughs) You'd be coming back more burnt out. Do you know what I mean? But you know what? Like, you only live once, like, you got to do these things while you can. Anyways, um, another thing I've learned is Ireland is the most beautiful place in the entire world. Like, people from Ireland, we are so lucky to call Ireland home. It is just breathtaking with the scenery. Of course, when the sun shines, there's no place like it. My my own home, Kerry, is just like, I just love Kerry so much. I really love Kerry. And I think the more I traveled, the more I realized how beautiful Ireland is. I think I almost had to like leave Ireland and see as much as I could of the world to really grasp that. Um, like it's hard to beat Ireland on a sunny day. It really is. Um, another thing I have learned is your net work is your net worth. So net, like if you're building a business or if you're in a career where it's really important to network with people, make sure you're putting yourself out there, getting to know other people because your net work is your net worth. And the harder you work, the more you will be rewarded. And 
success, I think, is a combination of hard work and luck. I do think there's a bit of luck and being in the right place at the right time. And I think good things come to those who wait. If you just play the long game, you're patient, you're consistent. That really does pay off. Um, Confidence. Confidence is so attractive in people. Having a confidence in ourselves and a self-assuredness is magnetic like it's um it's something people will gravitate towards in social circles and I'm not even talking about the romantic sense I really mean like even when you're making new friends having that confidence within yourself and knowing who you are is um is just wonderful to see in people and people want to be around you more so that's something I've learned and I'm not saying that I'm like 100% confident in myself. I have my moments, of course I have self-doubt, but I always work on that and I, I notice it and I kind of catch myself when I do have those moments. But I would say I'm a lot more confident than I was 10 years ago. That would be for anyone because the older you get, the more confident you become, the more you know yourself. But I'm quite proud of myself for really um, growing in confidence because I think... I, when I was growing up, I was a very extroverted, but very insecure. So I think I almost overcompensated for my insecurities and I would effort, oh my God, I would try so hard to fit in. And like, sometimes I would just say things that would be like, so awkward just to fill the silences in a room and just to fill the silences in a conversation. And I would just try so hard to fit in but that was an insecurity of mine and now I've really learned about that in the last couple of years god I think since I went into coaching and then since I went and had therapy I've really began to understand where that comes from and I catch it now that would be a result of my own self-development journey and looking inwards and now I don't feel like I have to fill up awkward silences or um, effort or fi- or try to fit in, you know. That's something I wish I could say to myself when I was younger. Stop trying so hard. Stop trying to fit in. Just like, just let it be, let go. But I think, I think that's a lot of us when we're young, when we're in our teens and our early 20s. I can't speak for everyone. It's, I don't mean it as a sweeping generalization, but definitely applied to me anyway. Um, something that I love is the the fact that it's now cool to be kind and it's no longer cool to be unkind and I love how there is this rise of female empowerment and women supporting women and I think of course we all know the age-old cliche that society does pit women up against one another And I think it's starting to dwindle um, very slowly. But I think it's really important that we as women continue to stand by one another and empower one another because the beauty industry, the dating industry thrives on women being divided and insecure and competitive. 
So if we are changing that narrative and we're actually banding together and being empowered and supporting one another and we're boosting one another's confidence and if we're working on ourselves then the dating industry and the beauty industry and the media have nothing to work on they can't feed on our insecurities and causing division among women so just think about that you know I think we all know it but are we practicing it you know are you practicing right now how to uplift your female friends and empower them and not feel threatened by them just notice that in your life and jealousy I think is an intuition within yourself that's letting you know that you want something and you can turn that into an opportunity and that's like the whisper right that's the intuition talking to you so if you are looking at someone and you're jealous of them that's showing you that actually it can be done there's an opportunity there for you to do something so just be aware of when that emotion of jealousy arises it's a healthy emotion there's no shame or guilt for feeling jealousy it's a human emotion it's real but notice it and question it when you're jealous of someone why am I jealous of them what is it that they have that I want but also turn it on its head turn it on its head and look at it and think that that other person who you may be jealous of is making it possible so it is possible and you can turn it into opportunity um the next thing I've learned is friendships naturally ebb and flow and you might reconnect down the years and you could be two very different people and you could hit it off again and I think it's really interesting how we as humans evolve and grow and I think there's an like there's an acceptance almost as we get older that it's okay for us to change and grow but it is just ebbing and flowing and friendship dynamics change as you grow older and that's totally normal but almost accepting the ebb and the flow and that you could um be with people right now you could be friends with people right now that you might disconnect from in the coming years and it probably wouldn't even be disconnect that's too harsh of a word you might just drift away and then you might reconnect with other people so just recognizing that that's a natural kind of fact of life really and on the topic of friendships I think something that is really important that we do as women is we honor the friendship that was at the time so you don't share anything that was confidential that was trusted with that person at the time of the friendship and I think there's a part of integrity there as well um I would always make an effort to keep what was shared to myself because at the time it was shared in confidentiality and it's almost to honor the friendship as well what else oh yeah it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission that one 
I live by that. It is better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Now, context is needed. You know, as long as you're not hurting people in the process and you're not um, sacrificing others' happiness and state of being, then yeah, I would, I would think if you're hurting no one in the process, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Um, another thing would be hurt people hurt people. So that's something that can be quite confronting and difficult to admit, but also to realize that when people are hurting, they often hurt other people. And I think it's really important that we almost use compassion with that, that when people are hurting us, that we look to them with compassion and love and kindness and just, you know, recognize that they are hurting if they are hurting others and also within ourselves if we are hurting other people with our words or our actions that we are showing ourselves compassion and self-love and that um we might not know better at the time our judgment could be clouded by intense emotions at the time when we say things or do things in in the, in the spur of the moment so just recognizing that there there is hurt and pain in people who are hurting others and that can definitely make us a more understanding world I think then another thing that I've learned is time is so precious oh my goodness like the older you get the more you realize how precious time is and how important it is to spend time with family and friends and to spend your time wisely, like you're spending your money. Spend your time with those who matter, with those who you really cherish and just appreciate the time that others spend with you as well because everyone's time is so precious as they get older. So just having an appreciation for time. This one I love. This could be applied to anything in life. Every rejection is a redirection. And I just love it. Like there are things that have happened in my life, in all parts of my life where I have experienced rejection. And I can look back and think, that was so meant to happen. That was meant to happen. Whatever it is I wanted that I did not get, that was supposed to happen because it was a redirection. So that would that really puts into perspective, I think, and not perspective, but I think it it kind of brings a bit of comfort to me anyway. I'm sure it brings a bit of comfort to some people that when you're experiencing rejection in any part of life and you're not getting what you want, the universe has a bigger plan and look out for it because it's there, it's coming. So yeah. Every rejection is a redirection. Um, no one has a 10 out of 10 life. No one. Even if we look at it on Instagram, I know we know this from social media, but there's no such thing as a 10 out of 10 life. I don't believe there is. I do believe that we can manage work-life balance. I do believe that we can have healthy relationships, but we cannot avoid the roller coaster that is life. We cannot um, avoid life happening. 
and adversity is what makes us stronger you know um it's what makes us who we are so just yeah bear that in mind also this is from my mom not every thought and feeling requires an action i think i've done an instagram post on this i may have mentioned this in my podcast episodes before but not every thought and feeling requires an action so if you're feeling a bit off one day in work it doesn't mean you quit straight away or if you feel like give me another example if you feel like you don't want to go to the gym that doesn't mean you don't go if you're obviously creating the habit and you have the discipline not acting on every thought and feeling is so important and being able to recognize what's fact and what's fiction so fear is false evidence appearing real which i'm sure you may have heard of that is it anagram anagram they call it when you've got letters that stand for the the words i think it's anagram i think yeah false evidence appearing real so again don't don't believe every thought and feeling and acknowledge the feeling I think it's important to let feelings arise and to get present with feelings, but let them pass by. We don't have to attach to a feeling. We can let it pass by. Um, Something that has helped me understand myself and understand others is people-pleasing. The disease to please is actually an unmet need of not feeling good enough. And I've learned this through my own self-development And I can now see it in myself and I can see it in other people. And it's definitely helping me to meet that need and to heal from it because it is an unmet need of feeling good enough. But it's also allowing me to look at other people with compassion who could be people pleasers and I can totally relate to it. So if there's any people pleasers listening to me right now, It is a sign of an unmet need of not feeling good enough. So take this as your sign to get a coach, get a therapist, get a counsellor, get curious about it and really dedicate time to healing from that unmet need and then start meeting that need for yourself. And I would recommend a book called How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicole LaPera. And she's also known as the Holistic Psychologist on Instagram. Incredible book. It puts everything into such easy language about psychology and about emotions, about psychotherapy, about people pleasing, about relationships, about toxic environments. You name it, she covers it. About boundaries. Everything is covered in that book. How to do the work. It's a fantastic book. Highly recommend you listen to it or read it um another thing I've learned is motivation has a shelf life it has an expiry date and when you're creating motivation it's really important that you jump off that leverage that you've created because it does have an expiry date it's not going to last forever and then of course the cliche that we all know Discipline will always override motivation because motivation cannot be relied upon that it's going to be there every day, that it's going to be there every night, that you need it. So motivation has a shelf life and discipline is what we can rely on when we create a habit.
This one I love, right? So whenever we look at photos of us in the past, we think, oh my God, I actually looked really good back then. And we were probably really criticizing ourselves when that photo was taken. So think of yourself right now. I'm sure there are moments where you're criticizing yourself for the way you may look, for maybe something you've said to someone or an interaction you've had. We're always criticizing ourselves. We are all our own worst critic. Remember that. Especially remember that when you're um, feeling a tendency to criticize others, catch yourself and just think, well, we all are our own worst critics. So if we're feeling the tendency to criticize other people, just remember that they're probably criticizing themselves even worse than what you are doing. And just taking a moment right now to appreciate the body you are living in and for keeping you healthy and safe. And that if you took a photo today and you looked at it in 10 years time from this moment, you would probably just laugh and think, God, I wasn't that bad after all. And I was criticizing myself heavily that day for how I looked. So that is a lesson I've learned. And I do try my best to be kinder to myself with my self-talk and more compassionate. But of course, I'm human. There are days where I do look in the mirror and I'm thinking, ah, lads, seriously, girl. But, you know, I catch it. I'm aware of it. And then I switch it on its head and I do my affirmations. So I don't think any anyone on this planet is immune to that talk. But I think it's being aware of it and catching it. That's the game changer. Um, I'm just looking here. I've, I think I've spoken about everything I really wanted to talk about. Um, ah, noticing a scarcity versus abundant mindset is really important. Um, like, this can be a huge topic to talk about. I think I might even do another podcast episode on this. I know I said I'd do one on boundaries as well, so I'm definitely going to do that in the pipeline. So those are two episodes I will definitely focus on. Boundaries and scarcity versus abundance mindset. But scarcity mindset is when we don't think there's enough to go around, okay? And we, we're acting out of fear. Whereas abundance mindset is believing that there is enough to go around and that we're not scared of limitations and this again ties hand in hand I think with career and money and even love and friendships relationships just like being aware of letting go of expectations letting go of attachments and knowing that there is always enough in the world and you are enough you are worthy but also even if you want to take it financially that like you have enough and it can always be flowing money will always be flowing and also with like your career and being successful it's always ever flowing and there's no limit to how well you are doing compared to someone else in the same field as you and I think noticing whether you have a scarcity or abundant mindset can be a game changer and then you can start working on it and improving Um, that's something I've learned for sure and I'll end it on this note everything you have ever wanted 
is on the other side of fear. Listen to the whisper, okay? Listen to that intuition. And if, it's, if that's telling you that everything you've ever wanted is just on the other side of this leap of faith, is it worth taking? So that's my episode on things I've learned in my 20s. There's a whole load more, but I won't bore you. And I'll end it on this. My song of the week, let me tell you, um, is going to be linked to my birthday party tomorrow on our boat. We're doing a fancy dress 90s theme, 90s icon. And myself and four of my friends are doing Spice Girls. And I am, of course, Baby Spice. And the song I want to share for today, obviously I can't play it because of um, copyright reasons. The song I'm choosing today, of course, is a Spice Girls song that we all love. And that is Wanna Be. So after you've listened to this, throw it on. Put it up on blast in your earphones, wherever you are, in the car, in your house, if you're doing jobs around the house, if you're in the shower, turn it up and blast out wannabe Spice Girls and just get into that, that space of empowerment. And yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I've enjoyed recording it. I'm now about to get ready for day one of my three day celebrations for my 30th birthday and yeah I'm really excited and thank you for being on this journey with me as I'm always learning and always sharing those learnings with you message me if you enjoyed this episode if you learned anything if you enjoyed any parts of it if anything resonated and if there's anything that's come to mind for you that you want to touch on and share it with me please let me know I'd love to hear and wishing you a wonderful weekend and yeah take care okay